0: lost employment. So if you could continue on, I think I've answered um, uh, some of the other ones. The next question is about an an associate uh, uh, dentist um, that gets paid on commission, um, doesn't have any paid time off, doesn't have any vacation, Um, uh, how are they supposed to be compensated um, if the office receives government funding? This is a difficult situation because as an as I'm a you know this your dentists that aren't employees are probably being paid they're not being paid commission, they're being paid a salary, but we all should remember that they still have, you still have an obligation to satisfy the salary basis test in order to keep them exempt from overtime. So if you're paying them a salary um, and, you're, and that salary is based purely on commissions, if you will, or just on commissions, they have to at least hit the salary basis test, um, or at least minimum wage if, if you're going to allow them, if you want to lose the designation as an exempt employee. So so in those situations, um, they should not be working at all um, if you're not even able to pay them something. Um, And in those situations, those associates should be filing for unemployment as soon as possible so that that two-week, three-week, or at most 30 days starts clicking so that that money starts coming in for them. Um, But I I don't want you to get in a situation where some of your employees are losing the designation of exempt. Now, granted, these are crazy times here. Um, I, I, there are some things you're just gonna have to you know, say, well, we'll deal with it down the road, and that may be one of those things we deal with down the road as to the exempt status of one of your employees because of COVID-19 and how uh, we were trying to address it, but something to at least keep in mind. Uh, the next slide was you rec- someone recommended that their staff apply for unemployment as of yesterday. However, they will be receiving a paycheck for hours worked this this week, um, next Friday. How does that affect their unemployment benefits? Um, well, no matter what, you will the employee will not get benefits if they're receiving their full wages. Okay, so if they're getting paid, if they're getting paid next a week from today for this week's wages, um, you know the, the, their benefits will be delayed a little bit because of that. Now, keep in mind though that their benefits probably aren't going to come through for another two to three weeks, maybe even as long as 30 days. So most of their pay or wages that they've already earned will have already, the payroll cycles would have already worked through. So there shouldn't be any delay in their benefits because of something that they received this week or next week. If you're paying them uh, vacation time, pay time off, um, sick time at full rate, um, yes, that will uh, impact unemployment benefits. Um, they, their unemployment benefits would not kick in until those benefits expire or they're no longer being paid their vacation pay. Uh, however, one thing to keep, also to keep in mind is that the governor spoke yesterday and indicated that they're going to do everything in their power to expand um, the, the abilities for employees to receive unemployment benefits. Uh, part of that would be is that if they're receiving pay while on FMLA leave, Um, that since that is limited to $200 a day, uh, because they're taking care of their children who are home from school because the school is closed, that I think that those folks could still apply for unemployment benefits um, and um, supplement that payment. Um, I I would at least apply and see what the state does. Uh, He said, as the governor said, they're trying everything they can to increase the amount of people who will be receiving benefits. The other thing that was good for the employer side of things is that uh, unemployment benefits, as a result of the COVID nineteen outbreak, uh, will not be uh, uh, will not hit your experience account as the employer. As you know, your your unemployment rate that you the tax that you pay is some of it is based is based on a formula which includes how many people have filed for unemployment. Um, as you can imagine, with all the increased claims for unemployment. Uh, everyone's experience accounts would take a big hit, which means your rates would increase. According to the governor yesterday that these claims will not uh, impact your experience accounts, so your unemployment rates hopefully will stay uh, uh, around the same rate as they always have been and they won't go up because of these claims because I think Governor Holcomb is basing that on the fact that the federal government is gonna be supplementing funds to help with this process. Um, I, the, next email, the next one, we've already uh, discussed this, uh, how quickly uh, may they receive their funds and what makes them eligible. Makes uh, Real quick on the what makes them eligible is, one, they get let go, they're terminated, they ha- they're laid off for a period of time, they have a significant reduction in the amount of hours that they're working through no fault of their own. So if you lay somebody off, um, uh, not, you know, you're not just decreasing their hours, you haven't necessarily terminated them, but you're laying them off because there's no work. Um, And that may be a period of three, four, six, eight weeks. We don't know. Those individuals should apply for unemployment as well um, uh, because obviously they're not receiving any wages. Plus, there is no guarantee uh, that they are going to become employed when uh, the work picks up. Uh, Once again, though, based on Governor Holcomb's statements yesterday, um, I think that if someone is laid off, even if it's for a a short period of time of of a month or a month and a half, those people are gonna be granted unemployment because they're trying to broaden the amount of people that receive some sort of unemployment funds under these circumstances. Um, and next one, how do we optimize benefits for our, what, uh, of our employees? What percentage of the pay does unemployment pay? I think I've covered that. That's two thirds of their wages. Um, if we are using an employee part-time now when they were full-time, are they better off on unemployment? It, that, it's a good question. It's going to depend on how much they're getting paid, um, how much their uh, hourly rate was, if you will. I still think if you have an employee that goes from part-time or goes from full-time approximately 37 to 40 hours a week and has been reduced to part-time, say, 20 hours, so you've got a 50% reduction, I would have them file for unemployment anyway um, and see. And, and, and again, they may not get their full benefit because they're still making some wages. Um, but that at least they may be able to supplement the wages they are getting with the unemployment benefit. Okay. The last question is a, is a, is the million dollar question. I can't tell you what's fair to pay employees without breaking the bank. I know that there are a lot of employees or a lot of employers who are um, having them take, having employees take sick time, pay time off, vacation pay during this time. Um, and then when that runs out and that's exhausted, As long as it's not because they're caring their home and they're not caring for a child that's out of school, or because of something that would qualify under the the paid sick leave, um, I I I think that's about the best that we're going to be able to do for most employers at this time, especially for smaller employers, because otherwise you you just can't afford to do it if you have no money coming in. Um, It's an unfortunate situation, but hopefully um, between paid time off and maybe some paid sick leave, we can. We can stretch it out for uh, four to six weeks. The other option is you have a, if you have a skeleton crew, meaning you have maybe uh, a portion of your staff, rotate them around. So not everybody is staying home earning nothing um, or just living off their paid paid time off, rotate them around. So you have everybody's at least getting something. Um, And then those employees can supplement with unemployment um, so that everybody is carrying the load, if you will. It's another idea that uh, we've uh, that people are are considering as we move forward. The next slide, I think we've um, we've we've uh, covered it. Can dental staff apply now for unemployment during the three week dental office closure? Yes, that's the short answer. Unfortunately, I, I, I three weeks may be optimistic. I, I hope it's not, but it very well could be. So I would have those folks start applying right away. Uh, so that they're in in line and starting to get benefits in case this goes well beyond three weeks. Uh, Next one, I think we've covered a lot of these as well. Um, How long are you required to pay staff? Um, If you have no, if, you know, it depends on what you're, why you have to pay the staff. If you have a staff member that's going to fall under the Family Medical Leave Act for taking care of kids because the kids uh, are out of school because school's canceled, um, and there's no daycare, then you could end up having to pay them for 12 weeks, um, um, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it. But that's that's going to be quite a long time. But it's only two thirds uh, capped at $200 a day. Um, beyond that, if they don't qualify for anything else, meaning they're not sick, they don't have kids, um, or even if they are sick, they don't have FMLA because you have less than 50 employees. You're only required to pay them through their paid time off, their sick time, um, those types of benefits, and once all that expires, and they're not working, they're not getting paid, um, unless you decide to do that on your own. Um, I think the last question, how should payroll be handled on different staff roles? Some have to stay home, but will still get paid. Others will have to come in for limited hours. Um, I think that's going to be, you know, you're going to have to look at the job duties, what's essential to keep your business moving forward. Um, And if there are some roles that you need Joe Cohen to perform, then, yeah, I can come in. Um, That may all kind of go out the window, unfortunately, if there's a state shutdown. And if there's a state shutdown, um, it just depends on who's essential to not your employment or your business, but who's essential as defined by the state. Typically, those are uh, medical, first-line, you know, nurses and doctors who are uh, addressing COVID-19 directly. Uh, It could be also military, which would include police and fire department. It also includes food, those who are uh, working at grocery stores um, to keep the things stocked. Um, um, Or otherwise, for those who can work from home. Um, now, granted uh, that you know, this probably isn't going to be too many people that can work from home uh, on this webcast, but if people can work remotely or telecommute, those folks could still do that and would be expected to be paid. Um, the next one is a. I think we've covered most of this, but if an employee is home with children due to lack of childcare, can they both file with Indian Department of Workforce Development and receive benefits? It's my understanding that yes, they can. Um, this isn't entirely clear, but from based on Governor Holcomb's comments, I think the answer is yes. Um, unfortunately, there isn't any guidance on this. It's just uh, basic uh, conversation from when Governor Holcomb was speaking yesterday afternoon. Um, does anything from HR 6201 uh, regarding healthcare workers to dentists have limited practice? Do the let me see. The, there is an exception within the uh, the law that was passed on Wednesday night regarding healthcare workers and their ability to um, as an that they would be exempt from taking the time off to care for the children that are out of, uh, of school. Um, unfortunately, at this moment, we don't know what that full exemption is because the the way the pardon me the way the the law was written is they are waiting for the Department of Labor to issue guidance on it or regulations. What I can say is um, when, I, when we think of healthcare workers that are gonna be exempt, uh, and that also refers to first responders, that those are people who are directly on the front lines uh, working at the hospitals, uh, confronting and battling uh, COVID-19. Um, I don't believe at this point that that's gonna involve uh, dentists, um, it may not. In fact, it's probably not going to involve other folks in the medical community who aren't uh, specializing in these types of issues. Now, that's just my guess. Um, I don't know that. Um, but so unfortunately, we don't have an answer for all that because the government hasn't given us any guidance. Um, the tax credit, I think I've talked about that a little bit Um Um, And that is, at least as it sits now, it's going to be a tax credit up to the limits that we discussed, whether that was $200 a day or the $511 a day, that you will have a a, a credit on payroll tax uh, in that amount. And I I believe it's going to be dollar for dollar up to those caps um, so that you will get some sort of reimbursement for those uh, wages spent by the federal government. what options do you have to pay your employees without assuming more debt and not go broke while doing so? Unfortunately, I wish I had a really good answer for this, but there really isn't. Other than what we've already talked about. Um, I mean, I think the government tried to address that issue by adding the, um, 12 weeks of FMLA for those employees who are, um, staying home with kids, um, that are away from school. But to be honest with you, at the end of the day, the only, um, there's two things that they did and they, they provided paid leave for those who are staying home with kids because there's no daycare and there's no school and they provided 80 hours of sick time, that w- that, which is two weeks. And that's it. There really isn't anything else that they provided. Now I'm not saying that that was bad or good, just saying that that's all that they provided at this time. Um, so there really isn't any other option other than, um, especially if you have no money coming in or very limited m- money coming in from patients. Uh, To continue paying employees. Um, This is unfortunately a a thing that everybody is uh, going through. The other, the only other thing I know is there's, I believe the Small Business Administration may be having uh, emergency type loans for those who would qualify. Um, And I, I think it's based on size, as well as on the amount of revenue that you, that you have. And I don't know those numbers, Um, But that's something through the city of Fort Wayne and the small business administration does have some of those emergency type loans uh, that could help you with payroll potentially um, over the next several weeks if necessary. That's my own. I know that we've looked into that for other clients um, haven't been real successful, though.